Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We'll be falling through the 40s here this evening. Overnight and first thing tomorrow morning, about 30 to 36 degrees. You can expect mainly clear skies and sunshine for your Saturday afternoon. Temperatures tomorrow will top out between 45 and 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Georgetown 45, Bowie 42, Leesburg 43, some of us down to 30. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight, we've got two breaking stories at this hour. The U.S. launches strikes in Iraq and Syria to retaliate for the deadly drone attack that took the lives of American service members in Jordan. CBS News will have details in just seconds at 8.15. We are going live and going in-depth with a reporter from the Washington Post. Also breaking. Montgomery County is now on the search for a new school superintendent. I'm Kate Ryan. Two men sentenced tonight for a 2015 D.C. murder that faced major delays because of trouble with the D.C. crime lab. Police are cracking down on porch pirates in one part of our region. I'm Matt Koufax. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. In response to the deadly attack on a military base in Jordan that killed three U.S. soldiers, the U.S. has launched strikes on more than 85 Iran Revolutionary Guard-supported targets in Iraq and Syria. CBS's David Martin. The targets here are both the militias that have been conducting these attacks and the Iranian facilities and personnel who have been aiding the militias, arming and training them to conduct these attacks. CBS's Nancy Cordes reports that the U.S. said it didn't want to start the a war. The fact that the administration is signposting this is basically saying, hey, we're going to do this, uh, is typically something that it does when it wants to try to minimize casualties, wants to make sure uh, that, that those that could be targeted can get out of the way if they need US- to. U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson criticizes the telegraphing, saying it undercuts the U.S.'s ability to put a decisive end to the barrage of attacks endured over the past few months. I'm Linda Kenyon at the White House. After attending the dignified transfer of remains of the American service members killed by a drone strike in Jordan, the president directed U.S. military forces to begin retaliatory strikes. In his statement, the president says the response will continue at times and places of our choosing, adding, if you harm an American, we will respond. The the, uh, Supreme Court stays out of the fight over West Point's admission policy. CBS's Wendy Gillette explains. The Supreme Court will not stop the U.S. Military Academy in West Point from using race as a factor to decide admissions. But it's not the final word as a legal fight continues in a lower appeals court. The group Students for Fair Admissions filed suit after the Supreme Court ended race-based admissions programs at public and private colleges, but not at military academies. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. In a story some may find disturbing, more information is revealed about the Pennsylvania man accused of shooting and decapitating his father before posting a gruesome and politically charged video online. Bucks County DA Jennifer Shorn says the suspect bought the gun the previous day. During the video, Justin Moan advises that he is giving the following order for all militia and patriots across the USA to kill federal employees. Shorn says the gun was found on Moan after he hopped a barbed wire fence at a secured National Guard facility in an effort to mobilize the National Guard against the federal government. On this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil was lifted in front of a crowd and... Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day! An early spring is on the way! 
This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP. It's Friday night, February 2nd, 2024. Georgetown at 45 degrees, heading down to 30 overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Major news tonight from Montgomery County, where the public school superintendent has resigned. Monifa McKnight is stepping down as superintendent, effective immediately. It comes after weeks of turmoil over her handling of bullying and harassment allegations against a former principal. What happens now? Let's hear from WTOP's Kate Ryan. This will not go away because keep in mind that boards of education are the bosses of superintendents in Montgomery County. So there are questions about what the board knew, when it knew it. Did it do its due diligence in handling this as well? That is going to come up at the upcoming February 8th hearing. Expect that. And of course, we're going to be looking at what kind of package she will receive as she steps down. A lot more details coming and we'll get you the latest as they become available. WTOP's Kate Ryan tonight. Chief Operating Officer Brian Hull will serve as acting school superintendent in Montgomery County. As Kate promised, here and at WTOP.com we'll have all the latest for you. Well, it was the case that led to D.C.'s crime lab losing its accreditation. And tonight, two men have been sentenced for a murder that happened right outside St. Luke's Catholic Church back in 2015. 34-year-old Joseph Brown and 30-year-old Rondell McLeod both admitted that they fired 28 rounds at 21-year-old Amari Jenkins outside the Northeast D.C. Church. Brown was sentenced to 25 years behind bars. McLeod sentenced to a decade in prison, in addition to an 11-year sentence that he's serving for federal robbery charges. Brown and McLeod's trials were initially put on hold because their cases exposed serious forensic errors with the D.C. Crime Lab. The Crime Lab regained its accreditation in December of last year after being barred from analyzing evidence for three years. 805. Would-be porch thieves in D.C. might want to think twice next time you try to swipe a package. That's because of a new D.C. police initiative. Commander Sylvan Altieri with MPD's 5th District says the new plan to fight porch package pilfering revolves around strategically planted air tags, which MPD will track when a package is stolen. People want to be able to have things delivered to their home. They want, you know, they want to, they want to feel safe from doing that. He says they've already made one successful arrest in a test of the new technique when they set out two boxes in the 1500 block of Gale Street. If they start getting arrested for it, they're going to have to think to themselves, Today is the day I'm going to take this package, and MPD is monitoring this. He says the goal is to significantly reduce porch package theft, and they're looking for 5th District volunteers to reach out to their department to help. The community is a very important aspect to this. If we you know, have places to put the packages, obviously that helps. In the district, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. You can volunteer to help catch porch thieves. Just go to WTOP.com for information on getting in contact with D.C. police. An update on the fire bombings from last summer of four businesses in our region. WTOP's John Doman has looked over court documents that charge two men in these crimes. The indictment says 23-year-old Khalil Rollins set off the Molotov cocktails while 33-year-old Garrett Bragg drove the getaway car. They were detonated at banks in District Heights in D.C.'s Brentwood neighborhood, as well as a Nike store on 8th Street in Northeast and a Safeway in Benning in the early morning hours of July 2nd. The last three incidents occurred just 14 minutes apart from each other. Rollins was arrested last fall, but when Bragg was taken into custody last September, he 
broke his leg trying to run and somehow was released from the hospital without being detained. In December, he was eventually found in the attic of a home in Temple Hills and was finally returned to D.C. this week. John Dome in WTOP News. Those running two D.C. apartment complexes are accused of discriminating against people who are trying to rent there. A lawsuit filed by the Equal Rights Center in D.C. Superior Court shows people who had previously been arrested or evicted were not considered for new rentals. WTOP Scott Gelman reports. It's really these kinds of practices that perpetuate housing segregation in D.C. Air Communities owns and manages the two D.C. apartment complexes in Logan Circle and McLean Gardens. Joanna Wasik with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights says they discriminated against potential residents. D.C. law prevents companies from not renting to someone because of salary or credit score. But here the companies require applicants, including people who have housing vouchers, to have a minimum income and a credit score. Eviction records in D.C. are sealed after three years as part of a new law, but... The complaint alleges that these property management companies say that they won't take any tenants with an eviction record at all. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to air communities for comment. Well, last time we checked, a flight to London or Paris could be something like $700 to more than $1,000. One European getaway on one airline, though, out of a local airport, it's only 200 bucks. We'll tell you more coming up on WTOP. Dog parents are loving Nature's Blend premium dog food. The way she acts, she's so much better. She's like a puppy again. It's unbelievable. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free bag of delicious beef liver treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash good or text good to 511-511. Text good to 511-511. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Inler is in the traffic center. In Virginia, 95 northbound after exit 148 Quantico. Believe the truck is now out of the roadway. It's reported to be on the left shoulder, so things are moving a lot better there. Southbound 395 and 95, each running without delay. 66 runs well, both inside and outside the Beltway and around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. All is quiet tonight. Up on New York Avenue, moving much better, getting to the Anacostia River Bridge. I believe the crash is now out of the roadway there. And 50 in Maryland runs well out to the Bay Bridge and beyond. 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each pretty quiet. Both ways between the beltways. No delays to report in either direction. Up and down 270 in the district on 295, 695, and 395. Traffic continues to run well on each. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's turn to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Those clouds are moving out. Our skies clearing and temperatures here this evening will be in the 40s, so a little on the chilly side. A cold start for your day tomorrow, mainly clear, 30 to 36 degrees. For tomorrow afternoon, we're forecasting 45 to 50 degrees with mostly sunny skies. Saturday is going to be a little cooler than your Sunday. Temperatures on Sunday anywhere from about 48 to 55 degrees, much higher than average. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Rockville 41, Ashburn 45, and Fort Washington 44 degrees, dropping to 30 in some of our suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money News 10 and 40, past the hour. We're going to go to Jeff Claybaugh. 353,000 jobs gained in January, well ahead of estimates. The unemployment rate unchanged at 3.7%. Ford's hybrid sales last quarter were up 43% from a year ago, but an 11% drop in EV sales. Play Airlines is offering $129 one-way flights from BWI Marshall in Dulles to six European cities, with a stopover in Iceland. The Dow and the S&P 500 rallied to records again Friday. The Nasdaq up 267 points. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. And for the week, the Dow, the S&P were almost up 1.5%. And for the week, the Nasdaq gained about 1%. Still to come tonight, the U.S. retaliates against Iran-backed militants for that deadly drone strike on an American military base in Jordan. Three service members killed and their remains just brought back here to the U.S. earlier today. We'll go in-depth with the Washington Post. Stay with us for your whole drive on your breaking news, traffic and weather station, WTOP, and ask your smart speaker to play WTOP. This is a test of the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Operational Area Emergency Alert System. Here's a highlight from Peter Romness, cybersecurity principal for the CISO Advisors Office at Cisco Systems on Federal News Network's Cyber Industry Exchange. Oftentimes, our defenders get too much threat intelligence. So when you get in too much, it's the opposite problem of having not enough. So the ability to have the machines just get these feeds and automatically present options or automatically implement the changes is very helpful to the defenders. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search in. Industry Exchange. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. Coming up on WTOP, do you think you could run a professional sports team. Some local students got to see if they have what it takes. That's later this half hour on WTOP. Are you ready to rediscover the joy of a healthy, confident smile? Hi, this is Chrissy, clinical director at the Cascade Center for Dental Health. We don't just restore smiles, we restore lives. Our team understands fear and anxiety that comes along with going to the dentist. And I want to personally let you know we're here to help. Cascades One delivers the best and latest in implant dentistry. In as little as one day, your new teeth will look, feel, and function just like your own healthy, natural teeth. Our in-house lab means your full mouth implant restoration isn't just a procedure. It's a personalized, precision-crafted work of art done in-house in one day. Cascades One. One office, one doctor, one price, one amazing day. For me... There's nothing better than hearing our patients say things like, you've changed my life. Call us now at 866-25-SLEEP or visit CascadesOne.com. That's CascadesOne.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 814 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight. 
Continuing coverage of our breaking news here, the U.S. military has launched an air assault on dozens of sites in Iraq and Syria. The targets are Iranian-backed militias and the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. The airstrikes in retaliation for a deadly drone strike almost a week ago that killed three U.S. troops in Jordan last weekend. They were launched shortly after the remains of those three service members were returned to U.S. soil, coming back to Dover Air Force Base. Joining us live now, Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton. Welcome back to WTOP, Alex. It's good to hear from you again. Uh, what more would you add to my uh, my bare bones uh, description of what's happened tonight with these strikes? Yeah, I think one of the more significant aspects of this is uh, the targets included not just the Iranian-backed militias operating in Iraq and Syria, but uh, Iranian Quds Force, which is the paramilitary arm of the Iranian military. So they, they haven't been struck directly, at least publicly, um, since 2020 when the U.S. Uh, killed uh, Soleimani in Baghdad. Um, so that was a significant um Escalation in terms of going after Iranians themselves and not just their the the militants that they uh, advise and support. I know we have to wait for the damage assessment uh, at least until tomorrow or later in the weekend. But uh, from, from what we know so far, has this inflicted pain? Will it inflict pain in a way that perhaps the Iranian decision makers may think twice about launching their new strikes? Yeah. So what we know so far is there were uh, four sites in Syria. And three sites in Iraq struck a total of 85 targets. So a lot of those those sites were multiple sorties uh, to strike them. You know, they went after, you know, intelligence cells, uh, weapon storage facilities, uh, you know, missile launch sites, that sort of thing. Um, we, we heard from the National Security Council early, uh, later uh, after the strikes uh, this evening, and they said they're waiting for the sun to come up to do a more extensive look at the damage. Uh, they did say that they anticipated they killed some uh, some militants uh, at those sites, you know, inside those facilities. Um, and they also said they took great caution to uh, avoid civilian casualties and selected their targets of that. But, you know, we it's, it's not immediately clear if they avoided civilian harm. The president and uh, people close to him are not seeming to hide the fact that this is really just the beginning of this. And we shouldn't be surprised when there's a, an Associated Press news alert that more airstrikes have happened. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I think we're closer to the beginning than the end uh, of retaliatory strikes against groups linked to the uh, the drone strike in uh, Jordan that killed three soldiers. Um, you, you know, it looks like there's more to come. And, um, you know, the, the, the areas where they're targeting are what the military calls a target-rich environment, which, you know, depending on your outlook, would, would suggest that, you know, there are uh, plenty of um, – you know, militants to, to go after, which also raises the question that, you know, whether uh, American policy is, is having an effect there. Now, what about the larger concerns about a, a broader conflict in the Middle East that the Biden administration is adamant it's trying to avoid? I mean, have we even tonight with these new airstrikes gone from sort of a low level war to even like a mid-level conflict? I suppose these labels can can uh, move depending on your opinion, of course. Yeah, it certainly can, you know, and there's some kind of literal definitions of war that, you know, Congress has to declare it. And, you know, as we know, we've been sort of uh, boiling the frog of the last 20 plus years when it comes to taking action against militants and, you know, name a country and, and the Middle East and Africa and other places. Um, so, you know, I, I think the administration was trying to thread the needle here in terms of, you know, applying pain and pressure on the groups responsible um, for the attack uh, in Jordan. 
but also don't go so far as to risk, you know, just a further escalation uh, in violence. So that's why the targets were selected in Iraq and Syria and not uh, Iran itself. Uh, but do remember that, you know, Iraq is a sovereign country and they've voiced uh, a lot of frustration and concern over airstrikes recently um, in their country. Um, and they came out and said that afterwards, that this was a violation of their sovereignty too. So that also creates tensions between uh, Baghdad and Washington when it comes to the status of the U.S. forces there and, and how long they may be able to, to stay in the country. We really appreciate your time and your reporting tonight, Alex. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dimitri. Thank you. Appreciate it. Alex Horton live on WTOP. He covers national security for The Washington Post. Take a quick look at these top stories here on WTOP. Aside from the airstrikes, of course, Montgomery County Public Schools parting ways with Superintendent Monifa McKnight this evening. And the entertainment world mourns actor Carl Weathers. He played Apollo Creed in four of the Rocky movies. Many other memorable roles. Weathers has died at age 76. One of his most recent roles was in The Mandalorian, that Star Wars series. Keep it here for more details on these stories and more. We appreciate hearing from Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet tonight on this Friday. The rush hour long since ended. 95 northbound, a bit heavy, getting to a point near Triangle. The truck that had been in the roadway now on the left shoulder, so getting attention, but all lanes are open on 95 north. And southbound 395 and 95 each without delay. Running well on 66 uh, both inside and outside the Beltway, though, it appears we may have a new problem on 66 eastbound before the Beltway. There is a an unexplained slowdown, but it's also a very popular spot for crashes, so do be alert there. In Maryland on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you are good to go on each. Same with 270 both ways, 50 to the Bay Bridge without delay, and outbound New York Avenue at the Anacostia River. That crash is now out of the roadway. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. The members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Clouds have been taking their sweet time moving out, but by morning, we're going to be mainly clear. Temperatures this evening in the 40s with a dry evening for you, 30 to 36 degrees. The range in temperatures for early Saturday. For Saturday afternoon, 45 to 50 degrees. And a little warmer on Sunday between 48 and 55 degrees. Both Saturday and Sunday, I'm tracking sunshine for us. And even for much of next week, your Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all looking dry. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight in Manassas, it's 43. Metro Center, 46. Frederick, Maryland, 44. Some of us could be down to 30. We've got a special report straight ahead on the new U.S. airstrikes on targets in Iraq and Syria. And an arrest tonight. Do you remember this story of uh, people in Arlington? Somebody kept stealing their pride flags. An arrest tonight in that case. Stay with us at 821. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, Visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. 
That's right, to keep their crews working this winter, P.J. Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. Good to have you here on WTOP on your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. This is an ABC News special report. The U.S. strikes back. I'm Andy Field. Seven separate U.S. airstrikes tonight against Iranian-backed groups that had targeted and killed American service members last weekend. Those retaliations, something the president had hoped to avoid. We are hearing that there are some officials in the administration that this larger-scale attack could still lead to that broader conflict, exactly what the president has been trying to avoid. And the other complicating factor here is that amid all of this, there are still these ongoing hostage negotiations to release those hostages in Gaza. There are concerns that the U.S. response could derail those negotiations. ABC's Selena Wang at the White House. ABC's Louis Martinez with more details on the strikes. We are told that B-1 long-range bombers that flew from the United States were the aircraft that carried out these missions inside of both Iraq and Syria. The president tonight writing those strikes will continue when and where the U.S. chooses. This is ABC News. Stay with us here on WTOP throughout the weekend and at WTOP.com for the latest on these airstrikes. Two men are facing charges tonight after being accused of stealing pride flags from a home in Arlington. Arlington County police say that between September and January, they got five online reports about robberies at a house on South Courthouse Road. Each time, a man was seen stealing a pride flag from outside the house in the early morning hours. Police arrested 20-year-old Matthew Henshaw of Fort Myer, Virginia, and 23-year-old Joseph DeGregorio of Bayshore, New York. Both men are facing charges of uh, uh, larceny and others. Henshaw out on bond while DeGregorio had been released on a summons. Well, while Punxsutawney Phil may not have seen a shadow today, there was plenty of shadowing going on in Nats Park. WTOP Cheyenne Corinne tells us more than two dozen D.C. public school students had a chance to learn directly from the team staff. I learned that it's way bigger than I originally thought it would be. Christian Osborne now sees the opportunities are endless after taking part in the Washington Nationals Job Shadow Day. The junior at Baloo High School now sees himself going into a career in hospitality and sports after shadowing some of the Nats' front office staff. You think you want to do one thing and then you get introduced to another thing. You're like, wow. Gregory McCarthy, Senior Vice President of Community Relations for the Nats, says each month they also bring in a cohort of DCPS students to show them what it's like to run a team. We also want them to think big and look at the corner office, and one day they want to occupy that job or even own this team. Cheyenne Karan, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. 825. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards halfway to ending a nine-game home losing skid. They lead the Miami Heat 59-56 in a game they've never trailed. Every Wizard to enter the game has scored, led by Corey Kispert's 15 points off the bench. He's hit five of nine from three-point range. Jimmy Butler, a game high 19 points for Miami, including a three at the first half buzzer to cut the halftime deficit in half. The commanders have yet to officially announce Dan Quinn as head coach, so no surprise, the staff has yet to come into focus. Uh, In Seattle, however, new coach Mike McDonald reportedly adding his mentor Leslie Frazier to his staff as